If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, what up, what up, everybody? I'm the Mademoiselle, and you are currently rocking with the Mad Cast. Make sure you guys get your tea, get your snacks, get everything you need, because you're going to get your opinions rocked. Of course, before you leave, make sure you leave a review down below, and be sure to stay connected on all my social medias at the Mel, T-H-E-E-M-L-L-E, and be sure to check out all my other social media channels especially on YouTube. I hope you enjoy the episode. We're going to be talking about child influencers and most importantly, children influencers who are the breadwinners of their homes, who are being exploited, and most importantly, the ones that are being targeted online by the P word, okay? Now, this has been a discussion online, very, very hot topic, especially with TikTok, because a lot of people have been realized that there's been a very, very crazy things going on with a lot of these child accounts. So today, we're not gonna really point any fingers at any children um, or any parents. Mm-hmm because I feel like one, there's way too many of them. Two, they would probably need dedicated videos. And three, I probably won't even do dedicated videos because I don't want these kids to grow up and be able to type in their names. And the thing that comes up when they type in their names is people dragging their parents about what they did to them. I don't feel like their names should be tainted for that, if that makes sense. I don't know. Comment down below if you agree. But Nonetheless, we're going to be talking on a very, very general stance, okay? And I'm going to be playing a lot of devil's advocate because rarely does Ivana not have an opinion. But for this one, I'm very, very on the fence. So it's going to be a lot of back and forth. It's going to be a lot of, well, 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 but... Mm. So, I mean, comment down below. Get your tea, get your snacks, get everything you need before we get started because, again, it's going to be a lot. For those of you guys who want to be influencers, I am holding a a webinar on October 7th on how to grow your YouTube channels. It's going to be at 5 p.m. Don't worry if you're going to miss it because there's going to be a replay for you if you can't afford it or you won't be around. It is $25, but there is a free live Q&A session the day before on Facebook and you can feel free to sign up. Everything is linked down below. And of course, before we get into it, a special thank you to my sponsor, Faith 
Heart Jewelry. Faith Heart Jewelry is a jewelry store that makes a jewelry based on religious elements. So whether you're Christian or you have a Viking background, whatever the case may be, this website has so many different things. When I'm telling y'all, it was so difficult for me to pick what I wanted, but I went with this African necklace with the Eye of Horus on it. Like, listen, I was so conflicted between this and the rose gold. I was like, oh my God, rose gold, this, rose gold, this. But I'm so happy with this. Like, I'll be wearing this like all day, every day now. It's beautiful. It's really heavy. It's amazing quality. And I also got this ring. I kind of got it a little too big, but it doesn't fly off. So, I mean... It's not huge. It is gold and silver. And I got it in gold and silver mainly so I could wear it no matter what other jewelry I have on. I do have a smartwatch that I always have on that's gold and silver, but I left it at my man's house, but it matches it perfectly. And then I picked out this silver bracelet. Listen, I don't have any silver bracelets. I'm stuck on gold, okay? All I do is buy gold this, gold that. And I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to change it up. I need some rose gold. I need some silver. So I went ahead and got this very simple gold bracelet and i absolutely love it the jewelry quality on that website is impeccable especially for the price y'all already know if it's cheap it is good quality it's for me all right so make sure you guys go ahead and you check out faith heart jewelry because you will find something you like on there i guarantee it whether it's for yourself it's a gift whatever the case may be you will love it my man and i's anniversary is actually october 20th and i I actually went ahead and got him a gift as well i'm very sure he's probably not gonna click on this video so i have no problem showing it and even if he does see it he has other gifts as well it is what it is he can see this one i got him this necklace it's a shield and on the back it actually has a christian quote on it and the quote says be strong and courageous do not be terrified do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go joshua 1 9 b i know my man's gonna love this okay and I also got him some gold hoops. My man has his ear piercing. He be wearing his little hoop or whatever. And I got him some other things to match that. But I, just in case, because I know he be having family friends that watch me. And I know they're going to be like, oh, yo, your girlfriend got you. Yeah. So just in case. So I got him some other things to match as well. Nonetheless, amazing quality. All right. Like amazing quality, guys. I promise you. Make sure you guys head to the Faith Hearts website. It is right here on the screen. And you use my special discount code for a surprise. Okay. The surprise is a discount by the way we all like to save money right you gonna save money use the discount code go to the website get yourself some tonight it's almost the holiday season all right with that being said i hope y'all got y'all tea i hope y'all got y'all snacks welcome to the real talk so before i get into my points understand i'm gonna be saying children vloggers as well as family vloggers but realistically those are not always the same thing there's some influencers that just happen to be children but don't have like a family dynamic that is part of their platform but i do understand that for the most part a lot of times they go hand in hand because a lot of times family channels have children that do end up becoming influencers but a lot of times there are children influencers who literally want to be influencers like they have that dream they have that aspiration that's what they want to do and their parents foster that dream so understand i'm kind of using those terms interchangeably in a way because they do kind of go hand in hand and a lot of things that fall into the realm of doing both can be very very problematic
like, but I'm probably going to be doing a dedicated video on children vloggers. Oh, wait. I'm probably going to be doing a dedicated video on family vloggers because that is a whole hot mess. Probably couple channels, too, because why? I don't know why people just let them go unscathed. Like, couple channels get on my goddamn nerves. They always have. Comment down below if y'all want that because chow, 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 chow. So, with the panoramic that lasted a bajillion years that we didn't know was going to last that long, there's been so many children that shot to stardom, okay? Like, it's insane. But not even just children, just people in general. And I can say there's a couple of children I enjoy watching. There's a couple of boys, girls, you know, babies literally straight out the womb that I just follow because I really just like the content. The babies is cute. They say some cute things. They're really entertaining. I like, I go, and there's no harm done. The problem here is there's a lot of creepy people out there that's not doing that. There's a lot of creepy people out there that are saving these children's content, remixing the content, doing nefarious things with the content, putting these contents on nefarious sites, and doing nipote qua with them. So that's why a lot of people are bringing up this debate. Is it safe for children to be influencers? Is it safe for you to even put your child online? Is it safe to even have children anymore? And it's insane because I'm one of those people, I love children. I've always loved children since I was a child myself, okay? Like a lot of us had that affinity for children when we were children, okay? That's why we give children baby dolls, right? But like I had a special love for children. I still do. But it's insane because as I've gotten older, just seeing how cynical people are, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to bring my children into this world, you know? And then walking back into a lot of the trauma that I went in through. Okay, seriously, do I really want to bring children into this world? Because it's really insane what's going on right now. Now, when you really think about it, a lot of this is very innocent. Parents have a child and they think they have the best child in the world. Their child is the cutest. The child is the smartest. Their child is the best kid ever and they want everyone to know this. And on the other side of the coin, a lot of people share these types of videos, pictures or whatever of their child to share advice. This is what I did to help my child sleep. This is what I did to help my child on their first day of school. This is what I did to help my baby stop crying. Whatever the case may be, a lot of the times when parents are sharing their children on the internet, it's 100% innocent. Even if it's on a private Facebook page, just so all their family and close friends can see this child. The problem here is clout is the new crack and social media is addicting. And a lot of the reason social media is so addicting is because of that dopamine hit that you get. When you get that like, when you get that comment, when you get that DM, a lot of us know, okay? A lot of people watching this video right now know what I'm talking about because you see so many people now talk about, I need a social media break. I need to pull away. I need a vacation for my phone. I'm gonna let my phone cut off. You know how many times I've let my phone cut off on purpose because I just didn't want to deal with it. I was tired of the emails. I was tired of the notification. I was tired of this. I was tired of that. I've deleted the social media apps off my phone, but then I'm like, oh snap, I'm an influencer. I can't do that. You know, so I completely understand the whole rush, okay, of, oh my God, my video's going viral. Oh my God, I'm getting so much money from this. Oh my God, I'm getting so much attention from this. Now, you couple that with the fact that a lot of people are legitimately deranged and need therapy and refuse to go and then they have children. You already know this is a recipe for disaster. And a lot of these parents not only probably shouldn't have kids, but a lot of these parents
parents really need to evaluate why they have kids. Now, of course, like I said, a lot of times this is innocent. There's so many people that just post their kids to share that they have the best kid in the world or just to show how much their kid has grown. But some people have a different agenda, especially in 2022 with most platforms being monetized. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all pay. And now Twitter has a whole, I'm not even sure, don't quote me on it, but they were supposed to have a whole situation where you can pay people for private content as well. So for the most part, most social media platforms are now gearing towards it's paying people for content. Now, since we're coming out of the panoramic, a lot of people are stressed, broke, tired, and most importantly, the and most importantly, the great resignation is among us. What easier thing to do than to post your children for clout? So what happens when posting your child goes from getting 10 likes, 10,000 likes, to possibly 10 million likes? A lot of bad things sadly. Of course, like I said, we're going to be playing a lot of devil's advocate and I'm going to touch on some things that a lot of people never talk about in these videos, right? I feel like a lot of these videos are extremely one-sided and they don't really look at some of the pros that can come from these children being exposed on the internet. Now, I will say I don't think I would probably expose my children on the internet as much as a lot of people do. I don't think I would share my child as much as a lot of people do, even though I'm an influencer myself and I'm very sure that since, you know, children usually look up to their parents my kid would probably want to i'll let that be their choice and it's crazy because back in the day i was like nah i can't wait to have a kid because you know they're gonna be out here but now i'm like oh no like now that i really look into it i'm like mm, maybe not my kid so here's some things that i thought about that are some pros for these kids the first thing is clearly the money right if these child influencers have parents that actually care about them and are financially literate and are not just literally using their kids as cash cows and putting this money away for them in a trust fund or whatever the case may be this could be extremely beneficial to these kids and can in turn create generational wealth okay so that's just right off the bat and even if this child does not continue to be an influencer they can take that money go to college start a business this shit travel the world because let's be real a lot of these kids are making so much money more money than a lot of us were ever see in our entire lives just because they ate a really interesting piece of fruit or they had a really cute outfit or they can dance better than a grown woman okay and they're six so you need to understand that sometimes you got to look at the bright side and that is definitely one really good bright side but that depends on if they have a good parent that's financially literate enough to actually do that because the way that a lot of these family channels and a lot of these couples channels be flexing their kids and just popping out kids for clout we don't know where the money's going i guarantee you in maybe 10 to 20 years we're gonna start seeing children coming out because it's already happening and they're gonna start saying oh this is how my parents did this that and a third to me this is how i was treated it was not okay i'm not okay with all of my life being on the internet da 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 i didn't get a dime from these vlogs i didn't get a dime from these posts i guarantee it okay quote me on it it's gonna be a thing okay it's gonna be child influencer therapy okay because these children don't have laws to protect them but i'm gonna get into that a little bit later we're talking about the pros here okay another pro is that obviously being an influencer whether you're a child or you're an adult does open doors for you but when you're a child it's 10 times better one thing a lot of people don't talk about in the entertainment industry or the media industry is that the younger you are the better your chances are of securing brand deals modeling 
deals, whatever the case may be. Especially when it comes to modeling or music or anything like that. When it comes to that, you're more marketable. Especially if you just like look young. If you look really young and you could like maintain looking young, you're you're really in a good spot. But if you're young, like if you're just like 16, 17, shit, well, you're in that sweet spot. And that's why I always tell people, the people that book consultations with me, the people that come to me like, yo, I want to do this. I want to start my YouTube. I want to start my TikTok. I'm like, listen, if you want to start your YouTube channel, if you want to start making music, if you want to start doing whatever it is to get to the media industry, like anything in modeling music, you have to start now. The younger you are, the easier it is. The older you get, the worse it is. Like, especially for the modeling industry, the cutoff is like, what, 23 for real? Like, the older you are, it's a wrap for you. So I'm not gonna lie. For those parents that actually care to foster their children's love for dance, modeling, singing, and whatever the case may be, if they're actually putting their children out there on the internet trying to increase their chances of becoming media personalities and then in turn flipping it for them to become dance stars on Broadway or whatever the case may be, they're kind of doing something good in a way because they're showcasing their talents in ways that they probably wouldn't be able to in a different way. And you guys probably think, okay, why not get a talent manager or a talent coach or whatever? Yeah, you could do that, but um, the internet is free and talent coaches are not. Talent coaches, the ones that have connections that actually train you, that actually see you every day, cost thousands of dollars, okay? um, It's easier to just put your kid on the internet and hope that they go viral on TikTok and get picked up by a bunch of brands and a bunch of companies that want to see them and then pick them up for a Netflix series or whatever the case may be. Or, you know, throw them on Dance Moms. Dance Moms not a thing anymore, but you guys understand what I'm saying, right? It's way more exposure. There's plenty of positive child influencing that I see on social media, right? There's positive family channels out there that we see. My favorite, Javlogs and K&A. Point blank period. Love them hands down and I actually watch them regularly. Comment down below who's your favorite family channel, unproblematic, you don't see no problems, whatever the case may be, because I feel like the problem is there's like literally a good handful that are trash and it outweighs the ones that are actually really good. And it's very unfortunate because the kids suffer. I feel like there are legitimate kids that actually care to be influencers. Like I've been asked to talk at career days. Like now this is something that people really want to do. Like children really are sitting there like, yo, I want to be an influencer when I grow up. I tell people I advise against it because there's so many things you can do besides that. However, it's a thing. Sometimes there are kids that legit do want to be influencers, right? There are kids that are like, listen, I want to put myself out there. I want to be an influencer. I want to be like my favorite YouTuber, Kisasasa. I want to be like my favorite uh, Instagrammer or TikToker, etc. I want to start making content. I want to skateboard. I want to dance. I want to sing. I want to whatever. I want to put myself out there. Mom, dad, help me. The parent is complying with their child. Just like a parent would comply with their child that is trans. Any lifestyle or career choice, I feel like that's not necessarily a bad thing. Until it gets exploited, of course. We won't say that for the coin. Bottom line, I believe children deserve positive representation. They deserve to see children their age on their screens. I do not think children belong on the internet. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that kids under the age of 13, shit at this point under the age of 16, but I'll say 13 to be fair, have access to the internet with no supervision, no one watching them. They can click on whatever it is that they want. The government doesn't seem to care. Their parents don't seem to care. It's very alarming to me, okay? People don't got VPNs. 
People don't got firewalls. People don't have virus protection. Nothing. Okay. They're just willy nilly giving their kids phones with internet access, tablet, iPhone, Android, all that. I don't like it. But with that being said, if they're watching YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, I think they should be able to see kids their age being successful, actually talking about things that they care about and being what they want to be. I think it does serve as positive role models for them. And I feel like that's something a lot of people ignore. Yes, I could be a positive role model for a 12 year old. I have 12 year olds comment on my videos all the time. They're like, oh, Ivana, I want to be just like you when I'm 26, when I'm 30, when I'm 88, whatever the case may be, right? But understand, it's not going to hit the same if they're not seeing someone that looks exactly like them that's in their age group. So if you're young, comment down below if you agree with this point. Because like, I feel like when I would see people that were my age, like doing things like that were singing, that were dancing, that were drawing, um, that were literally doing YouTube when I really wanted to be a YouTuber, it drew me in more. I was like, oh my God, like, okay, this person is 18. I'm 18 right now too. I really want to start my YouTube channel. Like I legit, like I gotta, I gotta watch her. I gotta subscribe. I gotta do this. You get more drawn to that person. You're more invested in that person because you're just like, all right, well, this person is just like me. If they can make it, then I can make it too. Especially for those people or those children that are literally in a more compromised state than the average person. Those people that live in inner cities, those people that live in communities where there's not access to people that look like them. When you see someone on your screen that looks like you, that's the same age as you, it hits different. Um, let's be real. Ignorance is bliss. A lot of these parents have absolutely no idea what danger is lurking behind all of the internet. A lot of these parents that we're talking about today didn't even have a computer growing up, right? They didn't even have an iPhone. They don't know. Like, and it's insane because I feel like since the internet has moved so quickly, we forget that like literally maybe what, 10 years ago, this iPhone did not look like this and could not do what it could do right now. So we're just talking 10 years ago, what, 10 years ago, I was like, what, 16? So it's like, wow. When you really think about it, a lot of these people, if we're talking like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever the case may be, they didn't have a lot of the things that we have now. A lot of these kids can outsmart their parents in circles, okay? Like, not even in circles, in line. Like, they don't have to even, like, try to outsmart their parents because their parents don't know. Are literally technologically, like illiterate i guess is that a word they just don't know technology like my parents don't even know how to text y'all like my parents can't text it doesn't help that they're from haiti as well where there really wasn't much technology and there's not electricity 24 8 but it's like it's even worse when you couple that with the fact that a lot of people that are parents now just didn't have access to technology the way we do now so of course they're not gonna know and if their parents don't know i don't know how you can expect the kids to really know what's really going on so it's up to us to educate them you know as content creators and it's up to to other people around them that know to educate them. So the younger aunts, the uncles, the cousins, because it's really insane. I've seen so many like cases of missing children and all of that. And it'd be like, yeah, well, she was talking to somebody on Discord and she gave her address and she wasn't aware. And it's like, I'll be looking at the conversation like, how she ain't know that? Come on now. Like, why? Like, you know, but then I'm like, realistically if you're not privy to that type of language if you're not privy to like this type of interaction you wouldn't know like i grew up with a computer in my room since i was a kid my uncle was like a big tech junkie a lot of kids did it. a lot of kids their first interaction with technology is a phone not a computer their first interaction with technology or communication is a chat room not text messages because all they have is a tablet you know so we got to really be mindful of certain things and mindful of the fact that a lot of people are really just ignorant and it's it's actually kind of scary they should really have like a social media literacy type of course in in school 
starting from elementary because a lot of kids are getting hurt. Now, of course, we all know that children being influencers, family channels as a whole, couples channels, which basically is almost the same thing depending on if they have a child or not. Regardless of the fact, children just being on a public platform where they have millions of followers and they're making money and are basically the breadwinners for their families is point blank period problematic. That's, I will admit, okay? It's problematic mainly because it's dangerous, all right? It's very, very dangerous and it's damaging. Let's be real. These kids don't have anything to protect them. They're working all day, all night, all the time with a camera in their face. No children on the internet, let's be real, have protection against their parents, okay? They're being forced to vlog. They're being forced to entertain the masses. There's no type of laws or regulations that are like, okay, you have to do this. You have to shut off the camera at this time. You can't show this. You can't show that. And that's really problematic. At least in Hollywood, there's laws, okay? There's laws. There's regulations for children in Hollywood that say that they can't work a certain time. They can't do a certain thing. They have to have permission to do this, that, and the third. But for social media, there's like none. Of course, like when it comes to YouTube, you're not supposed to have children on camera, whatever the case may be. Um, if you do have kids on camera, like you can't monetize the video. It's a whole thing, but some way, somehow, there's a lot of channels that are getting away with it whoop-dee-doo. It really is a lot to just process that. These kids don't have any protection. So that's problem number one. But the crazy thing is no one really realized that these kids didn't have any protection until we realized that people was just being creeps. Okay? People was just being creeps and they were doing nasty, nefarious things, taking a lot of these children's photos, their intimate moments, and making it nasty, putting it on forums or whatever the case may be, and doing God knows what with them. And that is what really started to raise eyebrows with a lot of people and it really makes you wonder would this really be a concern for people if that hadn't happened if it wasn't for the p words okay the pps okay running around doing what they do would people have noticed how problematic it was and i say yes because of course that brings me to my next point this is very problematic mainly because these whole family channels, children being influencers, depending on the dynamic, because family vlogging is something within itself, which I'll probably have to cover in a whole nother video, a whole dedicated video in itself. Family vlogging exploits the intimate details, lives, and emotionally abuses children. Point blank period. You see family channels sitting here talking about some, my daughter had their first period, having the SEX talk with my children, stuff like that, like things that should be close-knit family only type of discussions. Things where you shouldn't necessarily be talking about with anyone but close family and friends are now displayed for millions of people that should have been just between you and your kids and maybe a couple of close friends. And that is just not okay. You have literally millions of footage out there now of kids that legit did not give permission to their parents to expose their life, their most private moments, all because their parents wanted to make a book. And it's actually crazy. It, it really is because you don't think about asking a child permission because more than likely everyone would say, well, I'm the child's parent. Okay. I'm their mom. I'm their dad. I can do what I want. I can film them. I can post them. I can do whatever it is that I want. Realistically, you can't. However, you have to understand when you're sharing this with hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people, it's not the same as just sharing it with your aunt, your uncle, your best friend, or whatever the case may be. It's way different. You're letting a lot of people into your life. You're also 
opening up lots of room for criticism, for debate, for lack of privacy. And that's why I love the fact that France actually has a law for this, where literally kids can actually sue their parents for this type of behavior, literally unwillingly or just, well, I guess willingly at this point, putting your kids out there. It's it's a whole thing. And I feel like other countries should adopt this as well, because I don't know, think about it. It's not okay. Like, there's no way that I would want all of my intimate details that I've had and went through in my entire life exposed on the internet or all of my baby pictures exposed on the internet. Like, just think about it. Like, that is just like, insane and yes i'm a youtuber yeah i tell stories but my whole life is not on the internet a good chunk of it the ones that impact and inspire you the ones that are relevant are but not a hundred percent of it i don't want everybody knowing about like times that i pooed on myself and and and, and stuff like uh, you know there's certain things that just gotta remain private oh wait i did pull myself one time that i told you guys that was a story time but there's other times i pooed on myself as a kid like can you imagine like all the embarrassing things that you do when you're like one two three eight twelve and like all of that is on the internet like literally from the dawn of time like from the time you pop out of your mom's coochie like literally like they're videotaping it and then for the time you're 18 you just look it back and you're like my whole life is on the internet like do i have any baby photos that's not on instagram that is problematic and i i urge y'all like any parent vlogger or anything like that or just children influencers okay i need y'all to listen to this because i understand you're making so much money from posting online you're making so much effort and doing so much work from doing this that and the third your kids are bringing in so much money whatever case may be what at what cost it's weird i remember when privacy used to be a commodity shit celebrities would cry because paparazzi was following them now we are our own paparazzi like we put our own business out there and that is nuts <laughs> like I, I find that legitimately and vehemently nuts like how is that like we literally want to throw our lives out there now like we want to tell people our business we want to put our lives out there we want we want to sell our souls and then now instead of selling our own souls we sell our children's souls and make them the breadwinners of the house and of course that brings me to my next point this is my biggest problem with the whole children influencer thing now if a lot of these parents worked and then had their children as influencers i wouldn't mind i, I really probably wouldn't even be making this video but let's be real a lot of these kids a lot of these family vloggers a lot of these couple channels that have children which okay that makes them a family channel i don't know why i keep saying that but you guys get the point they live in multi-million dollar mansions they push in foreigns okay they were in designer let's be real this is not no ordinary life like, like these kids are living lavish like they're living lavish and their parents are not working okay because they're they're vlogging all day they're posting all day they're on instagram they're on tiktok they're on every platform known to man they're on the next platform that's going to outweigh tiktok instagram and whatever else all right already making a following like they are consistently out there trying to make the next buck and it just makes me wonder when does it stop when is it over when are you done because that's a problem to be quite frank with you and i feel like a lot lot of people will agree with me when I say this. If you're gonna have a child and you can't take care of them, give that child away for adoption or you should have swallowed. Point blank period. To add insult to injury, don't ever make your child slave away in front of a camera just to pay your bills. And I know it's gonna be a lot of people like, oh it's not that serious, it's just a camera in their face, it's not that hard. I don't 
think anyone understands how hard it is being an influencer until you become an influencer. And it's very fun. I guarantee you being an influencer, being a full-time influencer is literally fun. Tomorrow actually marks my four-year work anniversary. okay? It's been four years since I decided to work for myself, become a full-time influencer. And I'm telling you right now, it's literally one of the hardest things I've ever done. Rewarding, yes. Fun, yes. I love it, but it's stressful, mentally taxing. And I can't imagine a child doing it. And granted, a lot of them don't even edit. A lot of them are just in front of the camera. But when you see how polished a lot of these channels are, when you see how put together they are, perfect they are, you just gotta wonder, oh my God, how much work did y'all do to get these children to cooperate with this? Because it takes a lot to make your videos look that good. It's not just the camera, baby. It's not just the lens, baby. Okay, it's a lot. It's a lot of rehearsing. It's a lot of do this, do that. Nope, do it over, run back. Oh, we gotta do that prank over. Nope, nope, we got that's hours of work. Me just sitting here right now, I burned through an hour just sitting here filming this. I have an editor, thank God, that edits. Um, and editing for me would take two, editing for her takes about six. So, what y'all need to understand is this is a lot of work, okay? It's, it's not just it's not funny games, it's really not, you know. So, these kids are like child actors, they don't have the protection of child actors, they don't even know they're child actors for the most part. They're being exploited, they're most important and cherished moments are being shared with everyone at all times mainly because a lot of their parents just see the money in it okay a lot of their parents just see the golden opportunity some kids do want to be influencers though some kids this is their passion some kids this is what they want to do i've been asked to talk at numerous career days whatever like kids come up to me all the time dm me all the time this is what they want to do but for the ones that this is not what they want to do this is problematic it becomes a problem because let's be real we don't know where the money's going i mean we see it the houses the cars the clothes but whatever what's also problematic is these people are just having kids for clout right let's be real you could see the whole effect of oh blah blah blah's pregnant oh my god she's having a baby no she's not having the baby oh my god she's having a baby she's not having a baby oh my god she miscarried oh, she's pregnant again blah, blah, blah. like you see all of these family channels or whatever the case may be follow the same formula to get their audiences riled up and climb to the top and then once that dies down they get another child and another child and another child and they just repeat the process a lot of you might be like wow well why what does that matter they could take care of their kids it doesn't matter well clearly they can't take care of the kids because the kids are the cash cows the kids are the ones that's making the money they're not taking care of their kids the kids are taking care of them and that's when it becomes an issue my tax money is probably taking care of them because it's probably all the front it's probably all the flex okay like it, it let's be very real here what a lot of people talk about is being an influencer you're gonna be broke for a long time you're not gonna be really making money and like especially on paper for a very long time so we don't know if those cars and shit is real for all we know that shit is rented okay and there's been lots of people that have been exposed for doing shit like that so you know it's something to really think about so of course before I let you guys go, I ask you guys to think your favorite family channel, especially your favorite family channel and your favorite child influencer even. If your favorite family channel didn't have kids, would you watch them? Would they be entertaining? Would you care? And for your favorite children influencers, would you care about them if they weren't a kid? If they were doing the same things, if they weren't a kid, would you still watch them? Personally, I would because the kids that I actually follow are actually doing interesting things. Except for one. There's one that I just follow because I absolutely love her outfits. Like, her outfits are just really, really cute. And there's another one that I follow who she dances just really well. She's like, what, seven? And she just, she can 
dance so yeah i know i'm a dancer so that's it but nonetheless i feel like it's innocent to follow children accounts there's nothing wrong with following these accounts it's just when people do nefarious things the problem is when their parents are using them for clout the problem is when literally these children have become the breadwinner so of course like i said lots of devil's advocate in this video so i'd love to know what you guys think should children be influencers should family vloggers be allowed to vlog their children and if they can what type of content should they put on their channels also do you vlog your children do you post them a lot do you not what do you do with your children in terms of posting them because i'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions about this down below i feel like definitely it's way worse than it is good um and i feel like there has to be some sort of government regulation on children being on the internet um and there has to be some sort of laws about children being influencers just like how france did point blank period it's it's just it has to be a thing or else it's going to turn into something very diabolical and then it's going to be a problem and this conversation is going to keep getting worse and worse are you pissed off yet of course not thank you guys so much for listening to the entire episode if you guys really want to connect make sure you guys stalk me on social media again all of my handles are at the mel t-h-e-e M-L-L-E. Make sure you guys go and you subscribe to the Patreon for extra support. Same handle, by the way. And I do exclusive uploads on there. And make sure you guys go and you subscribe to all my YouTube channels. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any future episodes.